President Trump hitting three battleground states today, Ohio, Indiana, and Missouri, after campaigning in Tennessee and Georgia yesterday. This election will decide whether we build on this extraordinary prosperity that we've created. Did you see the numbers on Friday? Did you see those numbers? Or whether we let the radical Democrats take a giant wrecking ball to our economy and to our future. In the meantime, former President Obama slamming President Trump's policies while campaigning for Democrats at the rallies in Chicago and Gary, Indiana yesterday. America's at a crossroads. The health care of millions is on the ballot. A fair shake for working families is on the ballot. Perhaps most importantly, the character of our country is on the ballot. Devil's Advocate Podcast is an opinion talk show and is the attempt of a few friends to have a reasonable conversation about current events without the vitriol that we've become accustomed to in today's modern political climate. TDAP is what happens when a few normal people sit down and discuss the week's top stories by having a rational and somewhat entertaining conversation. The goal of TDAP is to provide a forum for the listener to hear multiple perspectives on a myriad of topics instead of being bombarded with the same one-sided debates that we commonly get from news and media organizations. It is hosted by Brandon Condit, Mitchell Hernandez, and Franklin Everhart. How does this compare to other midterms that you have witnessed and been a part of? Just like nothing in the Trump era compares to anything else, mm. I've never seen this kind of intensity and, and the voting. I mean, when I woke up this morning, the latest count I saw was 30 million people have already voted. And yes, I'm sure some of them, as they say, are being cannibalized. They would have voted on Election Day. Now they're voting instead here. But I bet. It, back in 2014, we had 36% of the country voting in the midterm. In the presidential election, we had 60%. My guess is this will be closer to a presidential election turnout than a midterm election. And like everything else with Donald Trump, it's all about him. All right. So two, two episodes in two days. You think we can fucking pull this off, Frank? I don't know. Our, our track record isn't great, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, we said um, we said that we were going to uh, do a, do a bunch of rapid fire episodes here. There, and technically, we have done rapid fire yeah, if, episodes. If, yeah, if you consider our normal pace in the last two months, these have been very yeah. quick. Yeah, looking at you, Christina. <laughs> um, so <laughs> that that's with love. Um, <laughs> So anyway, let's let's fucking break down what the biggest story is going to be. If if we are actually if we're successful at what we just claimed we would do, two two episodes in two days, we're recording this literally hours before election day. So this should be out on election day, and the next episode should be the the day after. Um, Do you like that pause? Uh, <laughs> so let's let's talk about the midterms. I know that you've got an article over there. Something that we we've talked about the midterms a lot. Yeah. P.S. If you haven't noticed by now, Mitch is not on this show. Um, 
this week. Mitch is still doing school stuff, so we'll uh, we'll get he'll be back on the show in the near future. Um, but so so let's talk about the midterms well, in a way that we haven't talked about it before. We've talked we've talked about it a bunch. Um, we've been talking about it for two years off and on. I want to focus on governorship governorships specifically um, because it's because we've only talked about Congress and I think that we're missing something that's very important there so um, yeah so what do you got for me so uh, looking I'm, I'm looking at a couple of different sites the first one is real clear politics and they have it broken down they have a uh, uh, 20 Republican uh, governorships 18 Democrat with 12 as a toss-up at the moment um, so it, it it actually plays out a lot like the Senate and the House, where it is so close that really it only seems to be like a statistical polling error away from any possibility being you know being a reality, yeah, which at this is point. crazy, right? Like, is that where is that the new normal? Um, I I mean, yeah, I guess it's it's probably just a uh, more of an example of how divided we constantly find ourselves. That it almost doesn't matter what the uh, what the argument is or what the the issue is, we're always going to be this, you know, 50-50 split, it seems like, or, you know, 60-40 max. You got to think that we won't always be like that, though, right? No, like, not at all. I mean, we've, we, we've been divided in as a country before, and, you know, people get tired of it. People get tired of paying attention to politics, and it eventually just becomes something they just give up on, you know? Which, like, I'm ready for it. I mean, I know... <laughs> People like you and I will we will not give up on politics, but it'll be nice when everybody else does. Like I'm going to be honest with you, because two years ago, like this, I had opinions and nobody else knew what the fuck I was talking about. And now everybody has an opinion and nobody knows what they're fucking talking about. <laughs> so, like, I uh, I don't know. It's just the weird. It this is it's weird, and it's because I probably said it the on. I probably said it before, but it's because we have a celebrity in the fucking White House. Oh, yeah. That's why. It, he appeals to more people than fucking wonky politics types. Um, so, but, so with the governorships being, um, being so close and in a lot of these places, that's a big deal because that's going to shape the political geography for the next, for the years to come, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the same way that the uh, Trump's success with you know stacking the courts with Republican judges isn't being talked about a lot, but it's going to be something that like influences the next ten, twenty years of our country, right? And that's like yeah. it, it, tomorrow is like we've been talking about it for two years since we started this podcast. Tomorrow is the day that like we finally get some answers on. Uh, I mean, some, you know, maybe depending on how it goes, we might get a, a final answer on if this is a referendum on Trump. Or the way the last two years have gone, even as as midterms t- tend to be. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be. It's definitely gonna be an an interesting thing. It's funny because when we get to, so we we told everybody at the end of the last episode that tomorrow night, election night, we're gonna be doing um, some segments on Facebook throughout the night, uh, starting at eight thirty Eastern. Uh, we're going to get on Facebook Live and on Twitter, and we will start, you know, giving giving out the results and giving our take on that. Um, we we had mentioned that last time. It's going to be interesting though, because once we once we kind of see where the night goes, we're going to have this like this 
surreal flashback to 2016 where some people are going to be really happy, some people are going to be really upset, but no matter what, Wednesday, everybody's going to wake up pissed off because it's just the way it is now. Um, oh, yeah. You know? So, I don't I don't know. It's going to be weird, though, because we could be shooting an episode and be very, very angry in a couple <laughs> days. Oh, so. yeah. So, I mean, do you, do you want to get in a little predictions now that we're less than, at this point, 12 hours away from the polls opening? Yeah, yeah, we can we can start doing some predictions. We can start uh, locally if if you want, because we've talked about the McCaskill Holly race quite a few times um, over the last. Well, we've been talking about it for the entirety of the show because it because it's related to us. Yeah, and it, and um, it really came about uh, about because of our uh, our last governor Greitens, who you know was eventually taken out of office, resigned, however you want to say it. But that was when the Holly McCaskill race really started to heat up, and he right. he became the obvious. You know, he's going to be the, the the Republican nominee against uh, McCaskill, who's who's held it for a while now. Remember all those moons ago when Cortland Sykes was a name? He really wasn't. We he was just a name on the show. <laughs> he he had a funny um, name, which is why we loved him. I think it would have been great though to get him on the show, wouldn't it have been? Like in retrospect. And, where this show has gone from the be- from where it started in the beginning, like we totally should. We should actually get him on the show. I mean, as I can't, like a I, permanent. I can't imagine staple. he's doing stuff right now. You know, <laughs> I can't imagine that he is either. So <laughs> we'll have to we'll check into that. We'll get we'll we'll figure it out. Um, so wh- where's where do you lie on the? I, I mean, not where do you lie, but wh- what do you think is going to happen as far as the local, the Missouri Senate race? Um, I mean, I honestly don't know. At this point, uh, the last polls that I checked, um, and granted, this is you know just a few polls. They're you know they, they contradict each other all the time. But the last poll I checked had uh, McCaskill up by three points, so it had her as a mm-hmm. slight favorite to win. But you know, so that's that's completely the margin of error. Yeah, really. If you're considering two to four points a margin of error, which is you know usually two to three is is pretty much where it stands. That's just and if you and if you use Mitch's metrics, you can just make up an additional three <laughs> percent and just do whatever the fuck you want with it. It's okay to make fun of him when he's not on the show because he won't listen to it. Yeah, we, so we know he's doing homework. He'll never hear this, <laughs> right? So I don't. Um, I don't know how to like. I don't know if I'm even comfortable predicting uh, Holly versus McCaskill. I think just based on the numbers, McCaskill is a slight edge. So I would I would tend to give it to her, but I'm not. I, I would not be shocked if Holly won at all. I would not be shocked if Holly won. But I'm sticking. I'm sticking to the board. I like. I'm. I'm with Claire. At least as far as like. I'm not. I don't. I actually think that I probably like Claire McCaskill less than Mitch likes Claire McCaskill at this point. Yeah. But I think that as far as politics goes, she knows what the fuck she's doing, and I feel like she's probably got it locked up. Yeah. Already. I. Am, I almost so. like. I. I just like her because she's a little too politician e. If that makes sense, you know, she's a little too. Um, yeah, lick my finger and wait and see what the the political wind is blowing, and then I'll. Oh I'll, yeah, I'll absolutely. That statement. To always that's always been our biggest complaint of her is yeah. uh, of, you know, our biggest criticism has been that like she'll wait until, you know, December twenty third and be like September eleventh was bad. Like yeah, we know where the fuck were you two months ago? Yeah. The, um, duh. Now now uh, having said that, I don't like Holly anymore. He if you look into that guy, he is. Uh, no, I don't. Just like as hypocritical he, as every other politician I've pretty much run into, criticizing he's a cheese his opponent ball too. for one thing and then doing the exact same thing. I don't. Um, I also don't like young politicians. So fuck that guy. Like he just. <laughs> I don't trust him. I trust. I don't him like less old politicians, I, and I don't like young politicians. So you can't win. <laughs> I, 
Yeah, but I don't know, man. He he strikes me as like a Jared Kushner type. Like whenever I see a young politician, I'm just like, yeah, you guys are probably shittier than like the Roy Blunt is a piece of shit, right? He doesn't do anything, but at least his old crusty ass is just sitting over there not doing anything. I feel like Holly could get a hair up his ass and start messing with shit. And, and, the, yeah. and the only thing more dangerous than a politician doing nothing is a politician doing something. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um... <laughs> So I don't know. So, I I'm stick I'm sticking with Claire though. I think that yeah, she's um, gonna win. I think she's got. I think she already has the votes. I think she's been working on that for a couple. Yeah, of years. and we also have to point out that like, and this is not a hundred percent either way, but uh, the early early voting numbers are in for, and I know that in I know in Florida, in Texas, the early voting numbers outmatched in the first four days of early voting outmatched all of the midterms for 2012, like all the turnout. So if yeah. And that's kind of like where it's scary to, to look at the polls because you're you're trying to sit there and wonder like I'm reading through 538 Real Clear Politics and trying to figure out how much – what turnout were they expecting you know? because it, right. it's been higher than any metric or any, any guess that we had. We thought it might be high. You know, no too. one thought it would – no one really knew it would be this high. Right. I – yeah, I don't know. But I feel it, like I did. But like, yeah, maybe I mean, not this high. But we, but, like, but you know, and it's it's not a it's not a, a done deal anyway. It's it's typically the no, more people not. who the more people who turn out, the better Democrats do. But early voting yeah. tends to favor Republicans versus day, day of right. voting tends to favor Democrats. So it's not really it's it's frustrating. We get more and more information to like more and more puzzle pieces. But the more we get, the more we're like, ah, we really can't make a definitive guess. You know? Right. Yeah. No. I uh, I definitely. I definitely feel you. So we'll – I mean I don't want to say we'll see anymore because I'm literally <laughs> will, hours away from seeing. We'll see tomorrow. How about that? Before you listen to this, we will have seen. So that's all I'm saying, you know? What do you think about uh, the Senate versus the House? Um. Well, I, I kind of – I could see the scenario that you set up for me earlier today. What I personally think – I don't know. I don't know what I personally think will happen. I have a hard time predicting this one. I'll tell you what I want to happen. I want one house of Congress to go the other way. I don't need it to be both. I don't need the Dems to fully sweep it. I'm not looking for some magic genie to fucking come in here and snap his fingers and make shit opposite day. I get that. I would like them to get the house because I think that we need a check and balance system that we are not we're not using right now because one party is in control of everything and for some reason these guys who fucking hated Donald Trump 2 years ago are just rolling over for him and I like I don't get it I had hoped that those guys were going to be the grown-ups in the room even though I don't agree with them politically I'd hoped that they would be like okay but come on Don this is fucking ridiculous but they're not they're going along with it because well, they want to win this. They want to win tomorrow. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, you're starting to see them like tear a little bit apart. Like I know Trump recently on certain things where they have to. Well, yeah, like the, the caravan Trump talked about uh, sending troops that they were going to build more. You know, like uh, right tent cities or whatever. And I know uh, they they shot him down on that very quickly, being like, "Yeah, we're not doing that." It did not play well the first time. Right, and they've done that before. I mean, when uh, he said very fine people on both sides, that Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell they had, and Lindsey Graham, they came out. They said, no, 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 that's not true. So, like, yeah, they've broken with him before, but they keep passing his shit. Like, they keep, 
You know? Yeah. There's no, there's no, I don't feel like there's a grown up re- Republican in Congress who's going to him and going, okay, but you can't fucking do this, dude. Like, well, I mean, you can do all if, of these things. If you take, if you, you take the, uh, the uh, anonymous op eds writer, writer's word, you know, then there's one grown up in the room who's just stealing papers so Trump can't do stuff. John Huntsman? <laughs> That'd be my bet. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so getting back to the like the Senate and the House, uh, like I, at least from where we stand right now, the the numbers are showing that like if you're using five thirty eight metric, there's about a seven in eight chance that the Democrats are going to flip the House about the same amount that Republicans keep control of the Senate. But you know, Nate Silver's been pointing out that we're really only a statistical polling error away from either one going the opposite way, or you know even both, either either the Republicans taking further control of both houses or Democrats sweeping. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Here's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping both houses flip and they and the Dems get the presidency tomorrow. That's what I'm hoping for. So <laughs> and the Supreme Court while we're at it. Fuck it. Um no, that's what I don't want to have. That's the but honestly, that's a joke, right? But that is the problem with this government is that it is completely lopsided right now and yeah, but the, I don't know, the problem is, like, if Democrats take control of, uh, you know, just say the House, so we have a more balanced government, is, does that mean they're going to work together? Like, I don't think no, so. I think we're gonna, just going to get no, even gonna more. No, they're going to not work. Yeah. They're going to do what they did under Obama. St- and, stonewall them, yeah. Yeah, and what they're doing under Trump. Like, it's just, we entered this fucking twilight zone in politics where we can't, and not even in politics right in culture like we have trouble i think and i'm not i'm not patting us on the back or anything but i think that this show is unique in the sense that we're three dudes when mitch is here and and when jim is here we're four and when we have other people on like we are a group of people that have different perspectives different lives different life experiences whatever but even when we get mad at each other over the two years that this show has gone on, we typically end segments laughing, right? Yeah. Like, and I think that, but I think that's unique. And I think that that's sad because like, I feel like we've gotten to a point where it's hard for us, even as people to talk to other people who don't agree with us. And that's, that's not a healthy place to be. Um, And I'm, so that's, that's what I want out of politics. I'm not going to get it because what's going to happen if the Dems take one house is exactly what you said. They're just going to, it's just going to be a gridlocked government and everybody's going to be throwing shit at everybody else. But like, I, I long for that age of politics where they can fucking sit down and have a beer and get over their shit and fucking pass a bill. Yeah. I mean, it does seem like, not that you know, it just seems like I guess the elections that uh, of our uh, like the first elections we really participated in the um, the Obama v you know uh, uh, Romney or whatever. It didn't right. seem like the muckraking was as bad. It seemed like those people, despite the fact that they were running against each other, at least respected each right. other. Right. Well, yeah, and like it's funny because I think about that a lot. Um, because I I think back to like what were the things that took Romney down like oh he's rich 
oh, he, like, the, the, <laughs> the, it's just, the, do you remember when he said the 47% comment? And that was, yeah, like, that was the binder, the, the thing. Binders full of women. He said binders full of women. And that was, like, who knew that, like, jump forward four years, we're going to be talking about grabbing pussies and, you know, like, sucking your own stars. Dicks. Like, yeah, this is just, uh, I don't know. Politics is ugly. I don't think it'll stay this way forever. I do think at some point, yeah, somebody's. I I, I think like, eventually I think, it will get back to people just being apathetic and not caring, and and midterms won't have this this number of people showing up. But I don't yeah. think, no matter what happens tomorrow, I don't think it's going to happen because of the elections tomorrow. I think if anything, no. it's just going to get worse because. Oh yeah, you know, I don't even if Democrats getting... do a clean sweep, and then it's you know the House and the Senate against the president. That's also not a good position for us to be in. Let's say that Democrats take the White House in 2020, right? Okay. I don't think that this starts to get better until like a couple years after that. Yeah, I, so, I think you need a president that is a that like first of all is not confrontational, and then second of all is is boring. We need a bore. We need a boring president that people just don't want to pay attention to because you know we need. Yeah, we need that, but we also need like. I'm sorry. I don't know if I've said it on the show yet. I don't know if I've said it to both you and Mitch, but um, I like the game that Joe Biden's playing. I know why he's playing it. I know that he's getting ready to, like, he's going to announce his candidacy. And, like, so that's whatever. Maybe he's sincere. Maybe he's not. But I do like seeing somebody fucking get up in front of a crowd of people and say, like, dude, we have to stop. Now, at the same time, let me be 100% honest with you. While I'm sitting here trying to play Mr. fucking moral high ground and, you know, whatever. Like, I am completely guilty of of not liking the other side and writing off the other side as well. Um, I'm a lot... It's a lot easier for me to get along with you guys because you're friends of mine and, like, whatever. But I'm not a fucking saint when it comes to that. That being said, I do like seeing that from Joe Biden. I do like that fucking game that he's playing, and I don't know if it'll be successful this quickly after Trump, but I kind of hope it is because yeah. I because because I think he's both. I think that he I think he probably really means what he's saying about like, hey, we need to stop being hateful towards one another, and I think he is that boring president. Yeah. So, oh, he definitely he, he was that boring vice president you know right so um i don't know so what what happens if uh so we 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 talked about the possibility that democrats could sweep both houses and it's it's congress against trump but what happens if republicans keep control of the senate or even strengthen control of the senate and then also take the house i mean does that if they does, does that so pretty much saying, show that let's the, say so we're saying that the Republicans get stronger in the Senate but keep the House? Yeah, let's say the Republicans keep control of the Senate and add like two or three seats so they strengthen their hold on the Senate a little bit so it's not it's not always coming down to Pence's tie-breaking vote. And then let's say they actually keep control of the well, House. Well, then we're fucked. <laughs> like, then we're fucked. Yeah. Well, I don't I mean, know. What, do you write that off as being like, okay, the Democratic message for the last two years hasn't worked. It can't just be fuck Trump. It has to be – you have to have something you're actually campaigning on. Man, I can't even fucking comprehend that happening. I mean, so, it's, it's very. Like, I mean, it's a statistical polling error away from happening, though. It's. I know. It's as much as Trump, you know, took the 2016 election when most people thought he wouldn't. Why you guys got to do shit like make me realize shit twenty like t- 
three hours before the fucking election day so I can get it's this right now. You're, I'm, you're experiencing that moment that I had when James Comey was like, we're reopening an investigation. Like, fuck, dude, yep. don't say you bad just, shit. What are you doing? Um, you just watch somebody crap out on dice. Just, you know, snake eyes, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't know. I like. I don't think that that would be good for us. It wouldn't because here's well, wouldn't because be good. here's why. Yeah. Like the, because we would keep seeing. Well, and even if, I mean, fuck. Even if the Democrats take the House, we're not going to stop seeing the judges continue to get appointed, which I think is the probably the most damaging thing, yeah. the most long lasting thing that he will accomplish. Like that will be his legacy. Um, oh, for sure, swinging the Supreme Court and then just the the courts in general. Although Charlottesville might also be his fucking legacy, so I mean, at this point, there are so many things that he will be, he could be remembered for. I'm not even gonna take a stab at what's gonna make it in the history books. Because I mean, watch it, be, yeah. watch it be something stupid. Watch it be the fake Time magazine cover hanging in Mar-a-Lago or whatever. That's what <laughs> yeah. that's what's remembered, you know. Um, but I, I mean, I don't know either way. But I, I mean, I, I'm preparing myself that this is not gonna go how I think it's gonna go because they rarely do. Statistics is, I mean, it's it's based on science, but it's also at, uh, at a certain point you're guessing. You have to take in variables and how many people are going to show up, how many people are going to vote early, you know, how many people are going to, yeah, how many independents are I actually do, out there. I think really this, like to me, this all comes down to how many Republicans come out. Because yeah. because if Republicans aren't as energized. As Democrats, Democrats have been energized since Donald Trump walked. That's true. Fucking but down Pennsylvania Avenue, but like, Republicans have never been as energized as they are when they're behind Donald Trump. Like that, at least from my own pers- personal perspective, people that, who never paid attention to politics are following it at least somewhat. At least following what Trump says, you know, even if they're yeah, not fact checking it. They're yeah, but that's that group of of Republicans, and would you say they're the majority of Republicans? What's that? Would you say that that's the majority of Republicans? No, because like I don't think because so. I think that like yeah, there is that group of people that are are never more emboldened than they are when they're defending Donald Trump. But I don't think that's the majority of the Republican Party. Yeah, um, maybe I'm fucking wrong. Maybe, maybe politics is moving past where I'm at, but that I don't think so. Um, I still feel like the majority of the Republican Party is Jeb Bush. The the uh, the Bushes, the Cruises. Which, yeah. Speaking of Ted Cruz, someone stole my idea. And uh, did you hear what they're doing? They're running in uh, the ads. They're running in Texas against Cruz. No, it's literally just Trump calling Ted Cruz a liar over and over again on the campaign trail. That's it's, awesome. It's just everything <laughs> negative he said about him while he's now stumping for Ted Cruz. Ads are just playing him being like he's a liar. His dad shot Kennedy. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. She's like, what? Was, what did Trump say about his wife? What there? Because there was something that he said about his wife. I mean, right? at this point, I've lost track of the amount of times. Was that the bleeding from her face? Well, I don't know. Trump says so many things about women no, that are terrible. No, that was the Morning Joe chick. Oh, uh, yeah. M- Mika, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't. Keep I remember. Track of oh, no. It yeah, because uh, didn't. Did Trump call his wife ugly, maybe? Was that it? Something like that, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So I know he, like, I know. you know, it, it, it's hard to say that it was a personal attack considering how personal all the attacks have gotten in the last two years, but. Yeah, it's I don't know. So, what do you think is going to happen there in that race? You got any? That's, you got any predictions? That's probably besides the McCaskill uh, Holly, the race that I'm watching the most. Now, obviously, McCaskill and Holly. That's because it's from my state. I'm paying more attention to it. 
But Beto O'Rourke versus Ted Cruz is probably the most fascinating race happening right now. The fact that a Democrat is getting so close, even if he doesn't take Texas, the fact that he got within two or three points is historical. Texas has not been blue in decades. Yeah, um, and you know that they've been they've been campaign or they've been trying to do that for. Um, oh, you mean? I mean, probably decade. You know, probably as long as it's been a red state, they've been trying to flip it blue. Right. So I don't. Okay, I don't know what's going to so, happen. I. If I had to put money down, I think Aurora, I think Beto is. It's hard to call him Beto, um, but I think Work is going to take it over Cruz. Um, partially, I just don't you think, think. I don't think Cruz really. Is, you think his? You think Cruz is going to lose? I I think so, and I, the only reason I think that he's he's likely to lose is because a a Democrat is actually doing well in Texas, which is it's worth that alone is worth something, you know. But yeah. also because I don't think the primary helped Cruz. I don't think him sitting up there and slamming Trump and now turning around and. Being like, I'm all for Trump. You know, like, both of those guys attacked each other so much, and now they're trying to pretend to be friends. And I think most people are going to see through that. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think yeah. Cruz backing him gets him a lot of support with the Trump crowd. Or, I'm sorry, I don't think Trump backing Cruz right, gets, right. gets Trump's crowd to, you know. I think there's a limit so to how I, much Trump, Trump's people will support something Trump says to support. Uh... But even even Trump was saying that. Trump was saying, like, oh— I've heard a lot of people on the campaign saying they're not going to vote this midterm because I'm not on the ballot. You know, like, and you can you can say that's him trying to like in case they lose he can he can write it off as well. You yeah, know, but he also might just be trying to get pe- the light of fire under people's ass. That's yeah, what I you know, would be saying. Yeah, but I mean, I also get that too because if you're if you're a staunch Trump supporter and he and you don't like the the swamp, are you going to go vote for the swamp? Like. Right. Most yeah. of the people you'd I be mean, voting that's... for tomorrow are not Trump. No, you're not voting for Trump tomorrow. You're barely voting right. for no, anybody that's... who actually supports him, that's really. That's true. I, I mean, keep in mind, these are the guys who, like Glenn Beck, right? Like, these are the guys who, and I'm not saying that Glenn Beck is representative of the Republican Party, but, you know, a good portion of the Republican, like, he's listened to, He well, he used to have a, a fucking show on a real channel. Yeah, I thought he's got all the same listeners as we do. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to take that, but I'll take it the better way. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those are guys like uh, Glenn Beck was a big Ted Cruz supporter, but he was very big into, like, getting – let's get Lindsey Graham out of there and let's get – like, because they don't like the establishment. Yeah. So, real quick, before we get too far off, I did look it up, and I want to remind you what Donald Trump – what the the story was there with uh, oh with Cruz's uh, with wife. Cruz's wife yeah what do you say he so he tweeted a picture shocking um it's a very unflattering picture of Ted Cruz's wife um like kind of gritting her teeth and frizzy hair and doesn't look great it's like a close up of her face with on on the left side of the picture and then on the right side of the picture it's Melania Trump like fucking airbrushed face shot and the the meme says no need no need to spill the beans the images are worth a thousand words that's what donald trump oh tweeted. that was when he was literally like vote for me cuz my wife's hotter yes which yeah and that that was in the that was in the primaries that was not in well obviously because ted cruz yeah um but and then ted cruz's response to that real men don't attack women your wife is lovely and heidi is the love of my life blah uh so just wow, a, just man. a hit, when, just a when, walk down memory when lane. When Ted Cruz is the adult in the room, you know you're going up against a child, 
Right. Ted Ted Cruz is the guy who like openly looked up porn in front of everybody and then was like, right. ah, I didn't really do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I, again, I I don't know what I'm going to do after tomorrow when I can't say that anymore. Um, can't say what. <laughs> We'll see. Oh, we'll see what happens. I mean, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll switch from seeing. We'll see what happens in 2018 to we'll see what happens in 2020. But 2020, right? Yeah. I mean, this isn't. It's not. It's not a definitive answer of anything. It's more of like the end of the first act of Trump's presidency. You know, like right. How successful or unsuccessful has he been? Because that's what elections are. They're a referendum on the current state of yeah. things. And I do buy now. Like I do buy more. We had we had discussed that last. On the last episode, last week, that, you know, is this a referendum? And we went back and forth on that. Um, I Yeah, I do think I do think that it is. It has to be because yeah. even if it's not on Trump know, himself, it's on Congress and the you know, what's happened in the last two like years. The direction. The, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's that uh, that Parks and Direct. Are you better off than you were a year ago? You know, like that's that, that, that classic. That's pretty much what they're asking people. Um, yeah. So now we've seen like, do you, do you think that the de- the so the Democrats have just run on a pretty much an anti-Trump campaign? The the Republicans have pretty much been running on the tax credit and the the economy. Yeah. Um, I don't think the tax thing is going to buy them any fucking points. Nobody has seen anything from that. They probably will after the after tax season. Um, you'll notice, but the midterm is before that, and yeah, you know, people aren't. If people aren't feeling it in their checks, like like some people would have you believe, um, they're just they're just not. So yeah, the tax refund might be bigger at the end of the year, but that's not going to make anybody vote for anybody now. Yeah. So do you think they're like, not fucking feeling it? Arguably, their most successful strategy has been leaning on the the improving jobs numbers, the low unemployment rate, the boosting economy. They've had a little trouble with the economy in the last week. It's bounced back a little bit, but yeah. Now, like, do you think, like, I would say that they, that ultimately has not been very successful, which is why they seem to be pivoting to the caravan and stoking the immigration fears again. Yeah, which, um, that, that was a, that was a really good segue, Frank. Let's, so, do you have any more predictions on the midterms? Or, I mean, we're going to be, yeah, I mean, I, these are very, I mean, I'm not, hours. I'm not going to say it's a prediction, but I'm going to, like, I would just say what the, the, I would agree with what the polls seem to indicate. Uh, Republicans control the Senate. Democrats likely to take the House, if not get close to taking the House. Uh, governorship, I have no clue. There, are, there's a little too many, too many toss-ups there for me to, and I don't know a, a ton about the various governors that we're talking about. So I don't know where they place. Right. Although they've wise. had, that's where the Democrats. Well, that's where like a lot of people are really focusing on now. You saw uh, well, Barack Obama and Oprah stumping yeah. for Stacey Abrams in Georgia. Which, by the way, I know we've mentioned it a couple times, but. Fuck Georgia. Like, they are Seriously. fucked. Yeah. Which I, I would have said screw Georgia already because, you know, it's Georgia. But this just gives me more, more cause to not like Georgia. Yeah, right? Like, just the whole the whole pur- or, uh, voter the purge. Voter purge. Yeah. They were, um, so the, the story was they were doing an exact match is, is the law, which means that if your, uh, if your address does not match exactly letter for letter with your voter registration, say you moved and you haven't changed it, or there's a spelling error, or any anything like that, they can use a technicality to hold it up. 
Um, right. So what they did was the, you know, which is completely like, can we just fucking admit Republicans? The voter ID is literally just to fuck black people over. I mean, like, poor people, but in this country, more often than not, yeah, poor are going to be. The... Yeah, but they but it's not they're not targeted because they're poor because they don't go to they like they don't try to disenfranchise Troy, Missouri. They try to just like they try to target yeah. East St. Louis. Yeah, or or, or you know Georgia, you and know? especially the I think it was like fifty five or sixty thousand uh, uh, voter registrations that they were holding up, and uh, like sixty percent of them were black citizens when only like 30 percent of the makeup of the city or you know the the state is black so which is it's it's, right. it's another example of uh, uncharacteristically high ratios for that, that that affect minorities right yeah which and, they, and, and and republicans will claim oh we're just following the letter of the law we're following the letter of the law but yeah the would, law, you, would the you be following that letter of the wrote... law if it was affecting your white base that's going to vote for you right of course not yeah. of course not so yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess we'll, we'll. I mean, we're gonna. We will have another episode out before we can even listen to this one, yeah. um, and where we will be, where we'll be telling you if we were right or wrong. I, I'm kind of gonna play it safe and go with you. I think that, but I, I mean, that's. I don't know that I'm playing it safe. It's kind of what I think. I think the Democrats will take the House. I, I don't know by how much. My other, um, my other big bet, real quick, is that if, if. <laughs> Democrats do take the House. I think there's a good to likely chance that Trump is going to claim that they they did it illegally or with Russia's help or yeah, uh, I, you, immigrants, I, you know, voting illegally, and that he's going to call it a fake Congress. I, I I am almost positive that if if they take control of the House, that's how Trump's going to respond. Yeah, because Trump is a fucking five year old that should like literally be on a fucking playground, not in a White House. Like, period. He's, with, so. he's, he's in the world's biggest sandbox right now, pissing all over. <laughs> yeah, and you know how he loves those piss parties. So right now we're standing on the banks of the Rio Grande River. Right above me is actually one of the busiest U.S. ports of entry in the United States. People are actually in line waiting to ask for asylum. Right above me you can actually see this is almost like a secondary checkpoint where customs agents are actually talking to people as they are waiting in line. And as you mentioned, right below me on the banks of the Rio Grande is this new barrier. It is barbed wire fencing that was just put up over the last few days by about roughly 100 U.S. troops that are now here in the Rio Grande Valley. In a stunning move to limit immigration, President Trump is setting to challenge a 150-year-old constitutional standard that anyone born in America is an American citizen. The president tells the political website Axios that he plans to sign an executive order to, quote, remove the right to citizenship for babies of non-citizens and unauthorized immigrants born on U.S. soil. Now to claims of an alleged plot to level made-up accusations of sexual misconduct against special counsel Robert Mueller. According to reports, a woman claims to have been offered $20,000 to make false accusations of sexual misconduct and workplace harassment against him. Our chief justice correspondent, Pierre Thomas, has the latest on that. Good morning, Pierre. Robin, good morning. A bizarre story unfolding that has one basic question. Is there a plot to frame the special counsel? All right, so I told you this was going to be a mini-episode. 
as will the next one. Um, so we'll, <coughs> I guess we'll call this the rest of the week, but not really. I, I just want to get into a couple more things um, because I think that it's kind of related. The, the caravan, <coughs> excuse me, has been a big story over the last, I don't know, two and a half weeks. And I think a big part of it is because Trump and Fox and the Republicans have turned it into a, this is why you need to get out and vote because the Democrats are going to let this open the borders and blah, whatever, the normal bullshit. Um, but I, I do want to fucking clarify something too. On the last episode, I said when we talked about this that, like, I could see why you would consider it an invasion, but I can, I, like, now thinking about that, the only way that, like, it's be, if you see it as an invasion, it's because that's what the news you're watching is telling you. Um, because we know what the real story is. People are running for them for their lives, and what Republicans and Fox and Trump have tried to do is convince you that there's 5,000 people that are about to red rover at the fucking border and just fucking run through right but that's not true it's less than a thousand most of the people are staying in Mexico or other South American countries along the way right yeah so I, I don't know to me this is just a typical play uh, it, it certainly but, seems that way. It doesn't seem like, especially with, uh, like, Trump got in, uh, I mean, it's hard to say Trump got in trouble because he gets in trouble all the time, but <laughs> Trump uh, was saying that, you know, if they throw rocks, consider it a rifle, you know. and that, Which was insane. It, it that is. That was fucking and, insane. And, well, and people will point out, too, that, like, uh, like the military teaches troops how to respond proportionately to a, a situation. Shooting someone who threw a rock at you is not proportional. Right. That is not... Well, and I think, I think too, that just because he said that didn't mean that was ever going to happen. No, and actually, um, I mean, I will say the department, the DOJ has been, uh, or I'm sorry, the Department of Homeland Security, um, like, requested uh, the military to perform, like, emergency law enforcement functions, like, you know, like crowd control and stuff. The Pentagon rejected that request. They, um... The Department of Homeland Security asked uh, the Defense Department if troops could build detention facilities for immigrants. Uh, they they denied that proposal. Um, they said another one. Uh, what was the other one? He also yeah. The, uh, Trump also talked about building massive tent cities. The military has declined to do that too. So Trump can say all he wants about you're going to shoot these people if they throw rocks. You're going to build tent cities. They're not doing. Is it. that is that all just a fucking play? Yeah, of course like, it is. It, you know, like we're the, not in but, danger from a bunch of poor people coming here seeking asylum. Right, they're not no, coming no, for no. your jobs. They're not that. coming for your your wife or your no, I know children. That. Like, yeah, I I know that's unbelievably bullshit. Here's what I'm saying though: like, is the whole tent city and sh- uh, rocks or guns and like that whole thing is that a play to a base? Or I I think so. It's like, a play to his base being like, well, he's to the only believe that. No, I think I think his base buy it and they they think it like oh look he's the only one who's being tough on these immigrants or the you know despite the fact that these you know like again these immigrants but are we not should, a threat to anybody Ameri- they're running because they're a, threatened as americans no matter what fucking base we're part of like we should have a problem with first of all our army being sent our active troops being sent to our border when 
A, this is a manufactured bullshit fucking story. And we already and have border troops that, that it, perform right. this job. And then, like, but that, the idea of, like, as Americans, I can't, like, I can't accept that, like, we're going to send troops somewhere to shoot at people that, like, yeah, okay, maybe people throw rocks. All right, that sucks. That's not cool. I get well, it. Arrest them. Whatever. Yeah. But, like, we're not we're not going to sh- fucking shoot at them. That's well, it's, cool. And it's also the thing of, like, they're not... They're not sneaking here, and they're not going to uh, climb over the w- the wall without us noticing. We know where they are. They're moving we're, at such a slow pace that we know ex- every fucking city they get to. We know we've the danger. Like they, for weeks. Yeah, we know right. the estimated time of arrival when they're going to get to our borders, and when they get there, they're going to be met by people who fill out the paperwork for the asi- you know for them seeking asylum. It's going to be. It's just it's it's going to be like very standard, very status quo. What we always do. So the idea that anybody's trying yeah. to build this up into like, oh my god, this is some major threat. This is something that's never happened before. No, it's happened a lot. You know, right. I mean, look at you know Chinese immigrants or or uh, uh, Irish immigrants coming here. Like people have always left oppressive home countries to come here to get a new start. That's right. what uh, used to make this country great is that we allowed that. And like I. <laughs> It's so much easier to talk when Mitch isn't here saying shit. Um, but like without the dissenting I, opinion, yeah, it's it's a lot easier, <laughs> yeah, right? Isn't it? Oh God, this must be what Trump's life is like. Um, but like, God, it's such a dickhead thing to be like, yeah, we were all we were all immigrants, but fuck him, I'm gonna be selfish. Like, dude, shut up. People Especially when you're to- married to a woman who's not from this country. Like, right? How hypocritical can you be? Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I do know, it's a fucking, it's to get people out tomorrow, that's yeah. what it, that's what well, it's Yeah, because the, the economy message wasn't playing, the low unemployment not playing, you know, so what can you fear fall sells. back on? We we know fear sells. Yeah. So. And we know his base has know. a, a built in hatred of anybody who's not them. Yeah. White, you mean? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. Let's so so sticking with the theme, um, as as part of this whole play on immigration, Trump had challenged the birthright citizenship. I you remember the because that came out like overnight, right? Or I remember waking up. Yeah, Trump. He just he mentioned like I'm gonna sign an executive order. I just found out someone told me that we can um, undo the Fourteenth Amendment with you know a tweet and a pen. I was furious about that. I was um, too, and I and like me, you, and Mitch got into me and Mitch really got into it. And I, my whole argument was, I'm not even talking about whether birthright citizenship is a good thing or a bad thing. My whole thing is, you cannot undo the um, the Constitution and amendment with an right. executive order, because yeah. my whole thought and was like, what happens when the next liberal president gets in and decides he doesn't like guns? Can he undo the Second Amendment with an executive right. order? What precedent yeah. does that set? Yeah, it's a it's a bad precedent. Yeah, and there's like, a reason you need two thirds of support from Congress to change our constitution. It's so that the only things that get on our constitution are things that got overwhelming support. Right. So like, and Lindsey Graham, crying Lindsey Graham, can say he's going to introduce this legislation all he wants. He's not going to get half the Democrats to vote for it. Kiss my ass. No. They're just not going to. No, absolutely, and they shouldn't. It's fucking stupid. No, like, not, not if they're not getting anything out of it. Like, well, and that's that's my whole. It's not. 
I don't like this because it's a play. If there was a reason, if there was a legitimate reason for this to be, because like I can hear it now, I can hear the argument against us now, which is, well, you know, they like, why? Why do we have to? No other country, blah, 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 blah. This is when we start giving a shit well, about other, other countries. Well, other do. countries do. Canada does birthright citizenship. Lots of other yeah. countries do it. We're not the only one. We're not the only country that has democracy or like it's there's so many things that we think of as an American ideal and it's not. It's it's funny. Like other countries My, do it just as well, if not better than us a lot of the times. I think the I think the reason that I am so frustrated by the entire thing is because of why because of how it was dropped and why it was dropped. That's why. Because he fucking said it casually so it would become a fucking story, and it did, and it, he's not going to do it. He, so, he, he physically like, can't do it. Like, right, almost so every, almost all constitutional lawyers have agreed, like, it's, from everything so, I've read at least, 90% but, of them have all agreed, you can't do this. But you know it's, what he was successful at doing? He was successful at getting us to waste fucking 10 minutes talking about it. And he was successful at getting morons to go to the polls tomorrow. Oh, he's the same and, thing with the caravan. We we have to spend so much time fact-checking shit that we know is bullshit, but we have to fact-check it. Otherwise, we're not doing our due diligence. Right. So all it ends up doing is that we're not talking about things that are actually important or things that would actually help to fix. We're talking about bullshit that, A, isn't a problem in the first place, and then, B, that even if we were tra- like. Trump's solution is not a solution. No. Like, ending birthright no, citizenship not. is not going to stem the they, tide of immigrants coming to this country, you know? I, 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 what did you think when you saw um, when you saw the military putting barbed wire on the border? I thought it, like, was a, it was a photo op. For Yeah, for like 13 feet. Like, yeah. Good job, guys. Yeah. Um, like and i'm not even like i'm not mad at the military those are orders that's fine but it like the whole thing is the whole thing is to get the images on tv it's to get people who don't pay attention to anything to think that this is what i'm voting for it's not now do you think with the caravan like is a is a prime example do you think cuz the way i saw it at least i don't know if this is 100% true but what i saw was fox news making a story out of this, and then what it seemed like is that Trump was watching Fox News, saw this, and then realized, oh, that could be my, you know, it was almost like Sean Hannity winking, like, Mr. President, this is the move you want to make. That's shocking. No right? way. Sean Hannity is The, the he, puppet master? Like, isn't he literally campaigning right now with Donald Trump for people? He claims he's not campaigning because, you know, all he's doing is standing on a stage and giving his support to, the, you know, a politician, but apparently that's not campaigning, according to him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Sean. Well, tell me how I, you're not cheating on your wife. I honestly, um, I just think I think Hannity and Trump get along because they both got terrible fucking haircuts, man. <laughs> They're both terrible fucking people. Really, so, I mean, I don't trust a millionaire who has that bad a haircut. I'm sorry. Maybe that's no. maybe that's a low point, but I mean, come on. I don't trust bald barbers. I don't trust skinny chefs, and I don't trust millionaires with bad haircuts. I don't trust people that don't. Ask Macaulay Culkin where his parents are in Manhattan. So in a <laughs> in a hotel lobby. That's who I don't trust. Um, and the pussy thing goes into it a little bit too. So anyway, that's, that's just more Brandon hating women. Yeah. No, I don't. No, that's me <laughs> not hating women for a moment. Like hashtag not this time. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That was really. I I think. I don't know. I I think we can. 
we can call it there. Like I said, these are these are going to be shorter episodes because because they're going to be yeah. So any, we're trying to stay on top of this shit. So so, so getting back to like just really quickly to uh, the mid. Oh, fine. You're going to bring us back in. Fine, yeah. fine. Go ahead. Well, Go I was ahead. just going to ask. Uh, well, so what do you think is going to happen tomorrow? Like if you get to put a final. Uh, like, what do you think realistically is going to happen, and then what would be your like, your outside fantasy, the best that could happen? As far as tomorrow goes? Yeah. <laughs> Man, the best thing that could happen, like I said to you earlier, would be the Democrats could take both houses and the Supreme Court and the presidency, but that's not going to happen. Well, they, they so, physically can't take the presidency or the Supreme Court tomorrow. Right, but that would be the best case scenario. And no, I the best case scenario to me, uh, the best case scenario to me would probably be that the Democrats take both houses by very slim margins. Like, because I think that because I think somebody needs to nobody is acting as a fucking roadblock. There is no hurdles for Donald Trump to jump. In in this presidency, and like while he might make some like decent economic decisions, whatever, which we can debate and we can argue and we can and we have argued those right, you know, yeah. Um, I I don't know, man. The when we're talking about like travel bans and shit, and when we're shit like that, and I don't know. I don't, I I do think that if I, I mean if if the most likely scenario happens that Democrats take the House, we're going to see a lot of people getting investigated. We're going to see. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, anybody Definitely. Trump appoints from now on, any judge, any appointee is you know the the, well, the next UN ambassador gonna, or you know. I'm, I'm telling you, and I've I've said it to you and Mitch before that if they if the Dems take the House tomorrow. We're going to know what was in Donald Trump's taxes. Like we will know that because they were going to fucking subpoena that. Oh yeah. Um. They're because they're going to subpoena everything that he's ever because that's what they can do. And to be honest, like that's not uh, that overreach is bad. No matter like what side it's on, I get that. But I do think that under Devin Nunes, the, the investigation, at least on the congressional side, has been complete bullshit. Now, well, I mean, yeah, they're maybe, not even letting the Democrats see some of the forms that, you know, they're requesting. Right. So maybe under Adam Schiff, it'll also be bullshit. But, the, like, the Democrats have claimed, have long claimed, that the thing that they haven't been able to do is... Like, they haven't been able to subpoena certain witnesses, witnesses that they think are important to... And to be honest, and we, we've we talked about it for two years, when Congress calls in Jared Kushner, they don't fucking ask him questions. Yeah. Like... They, they, they softball him, or they sit there and call him the devil, depending on what side they're on. Right. We've seen him do it with Pompeo. We yeah. saw them so get, do it with Kavanaugh. Yeah. So, uh, last prediction I want to ask you about... Uh, so before we know what happens tomorrow, what do you think is going to happen with uh, Mueller's probe? It's my my thought, and I told you this off the air, but I think we're going to see something by Christmas time. I think I think he's probably going to try to subpoena Trump by Christmas time. Really? I I mean I think so. That's I mean it's a it's a guess based on 
a man who has not said a fucking word publicly in the you know year and a half or whatever he's been running know. this investigation. We didn't talk because I think it's too. I think it just happened a couple of days ago, right? That Mueller was there was a plot to accuse Mueller of sexual, yeah, so assault of sexual assault or whatever. A hilarious coming from the side that just got all up in arms about fake quote unquote fake accusations of Kavanaugh. Right. And then didn't seem to care that this right wing crackpot was sitting there, and he was, he was so incompetent about it. Like, did you see the way he did it? Uh uh-uh, uh no. Like, okay, so he set up like a fake. So he was essentially trying to pay women for claiming that Mueller had like been inappropriate in the seventies with them back in the day. But so so one day, like a bunch of different news sources got emails from different women claiming like, hey, people are trying to pay me to say this. So they started doing research on the company, quote-unquote, that was paying them, and it, it belonged to this guy's mom. Like, the phone number went to this guy's mom's number. Yes. And like, Oh, yes. Yeah, so, like, all these like – he was responding to their, their, the journalist questions until they pointed out, like, hey, did you know the number for this company goes to your mother's number? And then he just quit replying. Yes. That's the real man of genius right no, there. I mean, he's, he's the equivalent of that guy that took down fucking Acorn, you know, these stupid fucking – Yeah. Oh, fuck. Why is his name escaping me right now? He's still doing bullshit. Um, he's also the one who tried to take down Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I can't remember his name. It's Project Veritas. That's yeah, I, it I think it might be the same fucking guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, that's that's ridiculous. But, no, I so I don't know that Mueller will try to – all I know as far as in the reason that I brought up that, that – plot is because hey i thought it was funny because Mueller handed it over to the fbi and was in like investigate this which is great because if you're not guilty of shit what you do is you say hey go ahead and investigate me let's get this the fuck over with right yeah. oh yeah that's what you, you do so. um but what was but i think that that's a sign of things to come if and when he subpoenas Donald Trump or when he, whenever he brings out whatever he's found, unless it is 100% not like, unless it exonerates Trump 100%, which I doubt that it will. I mean, it's um, a possibility, but you know, uh, common sense would tell me that's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, the key, key percentage there is 100. I just, I cannot see that like, Oh, we're all, we all just actually forgot shit. Like, nah, yeah. Um, there's too many coincidences for me to believe that it's not there's not some I ill think, intent behind it I think Mueller should expect more of that they're gonna try to trash him like, oh yeah and I'm, I'm actually surprised that it took him. them this long to for someone to come up with quiet. a plot about let's accuse him of sexual you know I can't believe after the yeah. Al Franken thing that wasn't their first move but I think the reason yeah. why is because it, it's not as easy just accusing someone of sexual assault you have to find right. someone who actually worked with him and it, where it could, you can't just go to a woman and say hey you know Claim Mueller tried to, you know, sexually assault you. If she had never met him and never been in the same room with him and never worked with him, you can just write it off. So, right. like, their their plot was ridiculous in the first place because they were essentially telling these women what they wanted them to do and that they would pay them to to say this stuff before they knew whether these women would agree to it or not. So the moment yeah. that two of them turned them down, well, you're done because those women are obviously going to go report it to the authorities and they're going to fucking investigate you. And you're not smarter than the FBI, man. You know, you, no. you fucking listed your mom's number like as I, the company number. I'm pretty sure I've been saying it since, like, week one, that the FBI is not asking you questions that they don't have the answers to. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
If, if, the, if the FBI interviews you, it's, it's because they pretty much know everything they need to know, and they just want to know right. if you're going to lie to them. Yep. That's pretty much it. So, I don't know. But, okay, so one one more. Let's fracture this this one more way. After this midterm tomorrow, what do you think happens with Jeff Sessions? I think he's gone. You think he's gone? You think he's DOA? I think so. I mean, I mean, Trump is pretty much... Excuse me. Uh, Trump has pretty much said that, like, or at least hinted strongly at the possibility that he's gone after midterms, which just I think you're. I guess I think you're probably right. Yeah, which I, I think, guess the reason the only reason you wouldn't do it before midterms is because you know it's going to be opening that can of worms, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna. It's it, there's a very good chance we're going to have a similar to the Nixon thing of him keep putting people in that position until someone will finally fire Mueller. You know, but I don't think it's as easy as he th- Trump thinks it's going to be. Or that no, there's not going to be a so fight either. back if he does fire Mueller or try to interfere with the he probe. He doesn't. He seems to not know history, like because it's it's been tried before and it doesn't. It's not a good look. Even if you're, even if you didn't do anything, which at this point again, I find it really hard to believe that that nothing is fucking dirty. Um, like man, you're. If that's true though, if if they're clean, they're idiots. For making this look like shit for two years, so it was all the 4D chess, man. You, yeah, yeah. They can right. pay attention to the other. Yeah, it's all dis- misdirection. It was all for the midterm. No, I don't. I'm not buying it. So I agree with you, though. I think Sessions is probably gone because nobody likes him. Well, nobody likes him. Democrats hate him. Is, Republicans hate him. Yeah. Which, all right, that's fine. Like. I also do, though, at the reason that I feel a little bit more comfortable with it, you remember the entire time that I, I've i been the only one on the show that has said, including our guests, I'm pretty sure, that have that has said that, like, I want Jeff Sessions to remain in that position. And my argument had always been that I wanted him to remain in that position until the Russian investigation had come to a conclusion because I don't want... I didn't want that scenario. I didn't want somebody put in there to fuck shit up. Like, I want to know. I want to know what they want to know. Um, that being said, I do kind of feel the same way that you do about finding out something before Christmas or shortly thereafter. I could see it being a little bit after the new year or whatever. But I think if he goes now or if he goes within the next couple of months, they're they're probably close to wrapping it up anyway. Yeah, and that's why I almost think that, like, if... That's one of the reasons I'm willing to bet that it's a Christmas time because I think if 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 they know that the subpoena talk is coming and that's the, the that's the most likely time Trump would fire sessions and try to install someone who would stop the pro before he gets subpoenaed and has this whole showdown in the courts, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um I don't know. Say that for the I last time. We'll it. see. I know, right? It's Fucking, it sucks that I pointed it out because now I've noticed it every single time. So, anyway, I think that's probably a good enough place to end it. We will um, get another episode back at you tomorrow. If you're listening to this after the next 48 hours, it's whenever the fuck you want to listen to it. Just know that. Um, you don't have to listen to us tomorrow. You can listen to us, like, right right now, after this, after this, now. Just keep, just keep fucking listening. <laughs> keep hitting play. Uh, <laughs> right. So you should no. You know what you should do though. You should listen to us at fucking half speed. That is awesome. If you 
<laughs> like that is our new, that is our new favorite feet. thing. We sound so drunk. And we half sound speed. drunk as shit. Um, that's because we're not. That, we're, that should be our. That should be the alt fact this week. We should just go find a clip of us at half speed where we sound hilarious and put that as the alt fact. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, we won't because the alt fact actually. I dig this one. So, um, so anyway, all the stuff that I'm going to say again tomorrow or in a minute or whatever the fuck, uh, episodes are available weekly on, or no, they're not bi-weekly on iTunes, Stitcher, Google play, all that good shit. Um, share, like, subscribe, review, Damn it, I'm going to read... I swear to you, I'll read that review on tomorrow's episode. I don't have it in front of me, and I was going to. So, now it's on the record. We'll have a lot more more prep time tomorrow to get that ready while we're sitting and watching results trickle in. Yeah, absolutely. Check us out on Facebook Live, um, election night at 8.30 Eastern. Um, It's uh, facebook.com forward slash TDAP2017. Yeah. On Twitter at uh, TDAP2017. Yes, correct and we will yeah we'll be back with you shortly so that said here is my favorite moment of the like campaigning stump stump speech uh like just this just in the last couple days this this was this one this one was good (laughs) in my opinion so if you don't like it you can you can fuck off here it is your alternative fact of the week thanks in washington they have racked up enough indictments to field a football team Nobody in my administration got indicted.